Hey, y'all, and welcome to Recovery Real Talk. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I am a grateful alcoholic addict. My problem is Teddy, and I'll be your tour guide on this bozo bus that's just trying to stay sober and keep it between the ditches. I want to welcome you all and to let you know how humbled we are that you've taken out your time to give us a listen. If you're already a subscriber, thanks and welcome back. If this is your first time, it's great to have you with us. Please take a second and hit subscribe, like us, and share us if you dig what we're trying to say. We are so grateful that you guys are all here. We hope that our little show is going to be fun, insightful, but most importantly, real. We are here to be of service to those who are in a program of recovery or those of you who may just be tired of playing the same silly games expecting different prizes. We hope to share our experience, strength, and hope with you that you too may recover from a hopeless state of mind and body. Just a quick FYI, by no means and most assuredly do we not speak for AA, NA, CA, or any 12-step program as a whole. You are free to agree or disagree with anything we say as you see fit. In fact, if we do say anything that can't be reconciled with the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous or the 12 and 12, we suggest you stop. Don't pay attention to anything we say. And then please, send help, because one of us have lost our damn mind again. This is real talk about recovery. So if you're offended by a little bad language, we're sorry. Just consider yourself warned. Now y'all ready? Let's go. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Nothing Changes If Nothing Changes Recovery Real Talk. I am an alcoholic. My problem is Teddy, and I will be your guest, I mean, your host today. And I will tell you what, as of right now, I may be the luckiest guy in all of recovery. Um, I will tell you that, you know, there's certain times because I chose for this not to be a video um, and podcast. Um, but if you could see who I have as a guest here, you would be, you know, envious. Um, not only is she beautiful on the outside, but I've, I've had the opportunity and uh, the, the, the honor of, of getting to know our guest today. And, you know, she is just as beautiful on the inside as she is on the outside. And I've seen, you know, incredible things happen in her life. And when I asked her if she would, you know, come and, and, and be a guest on our little on our little show here. She is um she just jumped in with both feet and I am so happy and honored that she is here. And um Ashley, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, thank you, Teddy. That was so sweet. Hi, my name is Ashley and I'm an alcoholic. It is an honor and a privilege to be here today. So thank you so much for asking me to do this. Oh, I promise you it is it is it is my honor. And the funny thing, you know, is that, you know, when you first put on your headphones and you listened, you said, oh, I sound like a Kardashian. <laughs> I and I love that. No, I, lo- I, I love that. It was a first, but I love that. Yeah. You know, I mean, because, you know, again, my opinion, I see the beauty in you, you know, way before I see the beauty outside of you. But, you know, in all reality, you're a heck of a lot prettier. Not. You got a whole lot more substance than any Kardashian ever wished to be. Oh, thank you. And hopefully they're not they're not planning on being a sponsor of the show. Right. <laughs> so, so, Ashley, tell me, where are you originally from? So I am originally from Wichita Falls, Texas. It's just a really small country town, North Texas, um, kind of borderline Oklahoma. Uh, my whole family lives there, but me, my brother, and my dad. So I do visit there frequently. And, um, you know, I love it out there. I really do. I grew up, you know, um, sweeping barns for money. And, Bullshit. Oh, I swear. I know. You wouldn't think of it looking at me. Huh? No way. <laughs> I know. I look like such a city Kardashian. Yeah. But, um, no, I did. I Grew up sweeping the barn for $5 every morning for my uncle, you know, used to watch him, you know, practice roping and barreling hay and everything. And, you know, used to play out with the barn cats. Wow. It was a great time. Wow. That's it was a incredible. Great time. You, know, you know, I just can't, 
I can't vision it. But hey, <laughs> I you know. know. It's an honest program. Right. So, I am, know. though. I'm a country girl at heart. I really am. All right. Well, um, if you don't mind, would you share with um, us, you know, and our listeners your sobriety day? Absolutely. It's 32319. 32319. And, uh, uh, you know, again, you know, if you get the opportunity to spend some time or to meet Ashley or, or you know, look her up on, on all the ways that, you know, people can no stalkers, please. Um, but, uh, you know, she, she is an incredible individual. So I'm going to ask you, uh, what is your favorite movie of all time? And what do you think that says about you? Man, um, so probably my favorite movie, and this is probably going to be no surprise to any female or male, um, I love Twilight. Really? I do. I really do. Um, I think it's the, the hopeless romantic in me, you know, but it's also just like the, the vibe, right? Like the, the vampire vibe, <laughs> very like sensual, you know, kind of dark and deep and, you know, but it's... Um, yeah, I'm just I'm a hopeless romantic, and it's that that uh, weird shit, right? Like, sure. No, I under, yeah, completely. You yeah, know. you know, because a vampire falls in love with a human, and it's very different, and you know, two different worlds clashing together, and two people just trying to make it happen because they love each other. Well, that's incredible because I've got I know at least one ex-wife that'll tell you she married a vampire, <laughs> uh, but uh, so. You know, the the thing that, uh, you know, I've, I've continued to be able to, you know, ask folks, and it's just been a complete honor, but if you were to able to go back in time and to talk to, you know, the eight year, the 18-year-old version of yourself, um, what advice would you give her? Probably to love yourself. Really? Yeah. Love yourself and don't put anyone before yourself you know because I know whenever when I was younger back in my teen days and early 20s you know I tended to please others a lot more than you know doing what I wanted to do or what made me happy right that's good advice that's good advice now uh, the follow-up question is is at 18 would you have listened <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, I would have yes. been like, I do love myself. Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Sure, I did. You, <laughs> um, you know what? What's been going on recently in your in your life that you did or you didn't expect? Um. So recently in my life, there's there's been a lot of good things that have happened. Um. You know, I do. Uh, I do hair, so I own my own business, yes. which is something that I never thought would have happened. Um, you know, especially so I don't want to say like early in my recovery, but in my hair styling hair career, you know, I didn't think that that would happen so sudden. So I'm grateful for that. But, um, that, and then, um, being a mom, you know, I am a mom yes. of a four year old. Well, he's about to be four, but well, it's much more than three. Yeah. Right. And then uh, he'll be four in May and that's so crazy. But, um, you know, that and, you know, some downs of, you know, getting a divorce. You know, I didn't think that was going to be in my recent years. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just that. And then meeting a lot of new people and, you know, really engaging in this program and just kind of opening up doors for new opportunities, right? And That's very cool. That is, you know, I mean, and, you know, a shout out to Abel because you know he's he's my little partner, man. He's he is, yeah, man. He is. Um, uh, you know, you better hope that you know you, you know one of those things of you know, payback is a, is a something. So, um, but he is he 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 he's gonna go through it rather than around it. I promise you that much. Um, so you know what what's been on your mind recently that you you hope to share with our listeners? Um, what's been on my mind recently? Um, probably just being like, okay by myself, right. And just being able to provide for myself and provide for my son by myself. <laughs> no, I mean, I love it. You know, that's, um, you know, it's one of the things, you know, I know 
as far as you know, men, we 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 take for granted out of you know of our partners or or our or women friends is you know because we we're fix it guys, you know I mean. And, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, so we could freaking listen more than we talked. And so advice to all you, you know, guys out there, you know, you're going to get a lot further listening than trying to fix something. You know, <laughs> you know would you say that, that you, would you agree? I would agree. All yes, right. I would agree. You'd be a lot happier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I, we ask everybody and uh, everybody has, it, it, you know, it's a different thing. And that's the great thing about recovery is, you know, it's what it looks like to you and, and what works for you. But, you know, what does your morning routine look like? Um, so my morning routine, it's kind of different throughout the week because some mornings I do have able and some I don't. Um, so on the mornings that I do starts off with him coming to my room and waking me up, you know, and the first thing that I do is just get up and make his breakfast and put a show on so that way he can eat his breakfast and watch TV. And then I get my coffee and drink my coffee and I get ready and then I get able ready and um, take him to school. He's in um, he's in Montessori school. He's too young to be like an elementary school, but sure. take him for that. And then um, just depending on the day after that, I either go to the gym or go to work. Sure. You know. And then um, on days that I don't have able, kind of consist. I get to sleep in a little bit more, which is nice. And I just kind of lounge around, and you know I do my prayers and my meditation. And then after that, just depending if I have a client or not, then I'll go to the gym. And then if not, then go to work. Well, you know what? I mean, again, the, 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 the mom in you just tends to, you know, roll out, you know, and I oh, think yeah. that's very cool. Um, so we're going to get a little bit more deeper into, you know, really and truly what we're here for. And, you know, as we talked, you know, earlier is we're really and truly here for, you know, that, 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 that one person, whether it be the, the guy in Tupelo, Mississippi, or the girl in Bangor, Maine, or, or wherever, um, that they, you know, tune in, they find us and, you know, hopefully we're able to share a little bit of our experience, strength, and hope and let them know that if, you know, if, if we can recover, you know, anybody can, you know, but, uh, so what's the one idea that you think the majority of people get wrong about AA? I would say, you know, um, they come into AA thinking that it's like a class, you know, that it's a class and they have to go in and sit and listen and do all of these things and then that they're just magically healed. You know, they just think, okay, I'm done. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm graduated. You know, um, I know that was my first experience when I came into AA, you know, but um, I do. I think that they just come in and sit down and think that it's something that they just have to attend and they'll learn how to live life and then be able just to move forward. Yeah, boy, I'm I'm still waiting to graduate on that. (laughs) Same. Still waiting for those papers (laughs) to come in. But um, no, that's, you know, now um, relapse, is that, a, is that a part of your story? That is a part of my story, yes. So when, when was the, the, the first time that you thought that, you know, AA might be the answer? Um, so it was in 2015 when I was 25 years old. I, um, you know, I remember specifically, it was summer of 2015, but, um, you know, I was just drinking and drugging, doing all the things that I could do. And, you know, I was about to be homeless and I was cut off from everyone and everything. And I finally reached out to my dad and told my dad that, um, you know, I needed help. And so I went into a 30 day rehab facility and, um, you know, when I got out, I did the whole AA thing, right? And um, I did what y'all told me to do. I got a sponsor. I've worked the steps, you know, but then that was it. You know, whenever I would work the program when I was in the rooms, but whenever I would leave the meeting, that was it. You know, there was no bringing AA out of the little 
you know, room that I was in. And I would just go on about my day and work and do all the things that I wanted to do. Sure. Because, yeah. you know, I thought it was just like a class. Yeah. <laughs> and no. so. I promise you, you're not, you're not alone in that, you know. Yeah. And um, so I did. I, um, I relapsed. You know, I had about three years Three years without really? drinking, I did. Yeah, three years without drinking, and then, um, you know, in um, March, March of 2019, you know, I thought it would be a good idea to take a bunch of pills. Always a great idea. Yeah, it was such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, I was pregnant at the time with that as well. But um, yeah, you know, and it's because I didn't have a solid foundation. I didn't have an answer. You know, there was all these feelings that were going on, and I didn't know how to handle it because I had never, you know, worked a program. I brought it into my personal life, and so. Yeah, I just kind of hit my rock bottom and just decided to take a bunch of pills. And then it wasn't until after that, that's whenever I decided to allow God into my life. And I really decided to make this program more of a lifestyle rather than a class. No, I mean, you know, and the, and the thing is, is, you know, I want to circle something, you know, back to it is, you know, I, I would assume that, you know, I mean, because the world likes to categorize guilt with shame, you know, and, and I think it's a huge mistake. And, and the reason why, you know, I say that is, you know, guilt is something that I've done. You know, I mean, I don't need an attorney to tell a judge that I'm, you know, freaking guilty when I know that the DNA is there. You know, I mean, I did it. I own my shit. But shame is a completely different concept. Shame is that little son of a bitch that runs behind guilt and says, yeah, you did it. You're going to do it, and you're going to always do it, and you're going to do it again, and you're a piece of shit for doing it. You know, and, you know, those are those things where at least I found the freedom. It's been in my experience that I found the freedom that those two things don't, don't go together. You know, they don't go together. Yeah, I can own my stuff. I can own my own shit, but... The thing is, is if I make amends and, and you know, work the steps of the, of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, I might have a, 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 an opportunity to, to, you know, discover a little bit more about me. Right, exactly. You know, I don't think that, you know, guilt, yes. Shame, no. Shame, you, I would carry it on and you carried it on with you and, you know, beat yourself down. And, I mean, we're alcoholics. We're going to make mistakes. You know, it's going to happen. It doesn't take away everything that you've learned. Amen for that. Amen for that. Um, so what's been your biggest challenge in recovery this time? And what have you what have you learned through your experience of that challenge? Um, so my biggest challenge. Other than putting up with me. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh, Teddy. No, you're amazing. But, um. My biggest challenge probably is letting go and letting God, right? And I know that that's something that is huge in the program, right? Sure. And But for me, I guess I just didn't realize how selfish I was, you know, and just... I, you know, cause I'm a woman that can get things done, you know, and <laughs> I know how to get them done and I know how to get what I want as we all do. And so we do it, you know, and I, in sobriety, you know, I think that I know what's right for me and this and that, but, um, you know, really just letting go of that. And, you know, I've been practicing a lot with it, this, this coming around, you know, these last three years sure. and, you know, it's ups and downs with it. There's good days and there's bad days. I will say there's not a day that goes by where I don't say like, okay, I'm just going to give this to God. Okay. I'm just going to give this to God, you know, but I find that whenever I am spiritually fit and when I am doing the things that I need to do, um, you know, that is whenever I am more aware of, um, if I'm trying to control it or not. And if I'm not spiritually fit, I can also be more aware because I'm literally a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I resemble that remark. I promise you. So, um, Who's, who's, who is the one person that has had the most influence on your recovery other than your higher power? The most influence. 
on my recovery. Like, influence I mean if I'm being honest like I feel like everyone has been an influence on my recovery you know um just everyone in the program is just so amazing and you know people there's God puts different people in my life for specific reasons for all of my different multiple personalities, I like to say, <laughs> you know, but, um, that, but, and I mean, also just my son, you know, really he is, I know he's only four, but he is such a big influence on my life. And it's crazy to think that a little kid can have an influence on you, you know, but he does, you know, just seeing the pure, how he sees the world, you know, to be able to see the world through a child's eyes again, sober, I think is probably like the biggest blessing in my life because it allows me to just be that fun, careless, amazing woman again. You know what I mean? That's just fun and exciting and no worries and no trauma. <laughs> you know, and part of it, you know, and you know, again, I, I just hear coming out of you is freedom. Exactly. You know, just the freedom. Yeah, just the freedom, you know, but really everyone is such an influence on it. So, you know, the, the topic, uh, you know, so-called topic that I, I guess you could have on uh, of this episode is, is, you know, what does recovery look like? you know, through, through a, a single mom's eyes. Um, now I know that, you know, in, in, you know, in the last, you know, you know, few months, um, you've, you know, had to make a decision to either stay married or, or not stay married and go through divorce. And so, you know, if, if there's somebody out there in our reality that, you know, is, is faced with that same, that same, you know, situation in their life, you know, what, what does that look like to you? You know, not only being a single mom, but, you know, going through a divorce and going through it sober. Oh, that is a loaded question, Teddy. Um, you know, so I think going, so me and my son's father, we have been separated for two years, divorced for a year in October. And, um, you know, really going through the divorce, it wasn't what I wanted, but I knew it's what I needed because I wasn't happy, you know? And, um, my mental health was just, it was taking a toll, you know? And every time I would lean in towards God, I just felt like there was just something not right, you know? And, um, so I made the, the decision to do that. And it, it was, it was a hard decision to do, you know, I don't think anyone gets married to someone thinking that they're going to divorce them, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, so I did, I had all these expectations, but, um, but also when you bring a child into it, it makes things just a lot harder, right? Because I never wanted my kids to grow up in a home like I did, right? A broken home, you know, but, um, you know, I had to change what my idea of a broken home looked like, you know, before it was, uh, we're divorced and living two separate lives. And, you know, my son's going to have to go back and forth and he's going to have to try to, you know, be this person with his dad and be this person with his mom, you know? And, um, you know, so I didn't want him growing up in a broken home, but whenever I followed through with it, what I learned was that like my, his, his home's not broken because I'm not broken, you know? Uh, I like that. Yeah. At least on my side, you know, <laughs> might be a little fucked up, but <laughs> as long as it don't look like that, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. and, and again, that's, that's one of those things where, you know, Never faced divorce sober, you know. I mean, <laughs> I faced I faced a couple of them drunk, but uh. Well, and but, I also, you know, with that being said, like with the broken home thing, you know, 
if I stayed in that marriage, Abel would have grown up in a broken home, you know, because that's not what I believe love was, you know, that's not, that wasn't a family to me. That wasn't love to me. That's not what I wanted to raise my son to think that that's what home is. Well, you know what? And, and, you know, the cool thing is, or at least that it sounds like to me is, you know, being able to learn how to be comfortable in your own skin and being able to define your own happiness. And, you know, in, in all reality, a, a lot of folks, you know, don't even scratch the surface on, you know, knowing what your own happiness looks like. So my hats are off to you to the, for for that. So, um, you know, you know, in 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 this in this program, we've we've had a lot of folks, and you know, the the idea because we un, you know, as it says in the big book, you know, a God of our own understanding of our understanding, um, and you know, higher power, God, you know, spirit of the universe, big fat alien in this guy named Ursula, doesn't matter <laughs> to me, whatever works for you, you know. But so, you know, if you don't mind me asking, you know, how did you establish? or enhance your relationship with with the God or a higher power of, of, of your understanding? And what's it look like today? So, um, you know, growing up, I did like your basic, like, oh, go to, ch- I believed in God, but I just didn't know how to confide in God, you know? Okay. Um, you know, you basically go to Easter, Christmas, you know, all the things or whatever. But I had never allowed God into my life because I, I just, I didn't know how to do that, you know. And um, it wasn't until, you know, 30, 20, 30, 19 where I say I allowed God into my life because I just got desperate enough that I knew that I couldn't do this on my own. And I knew that I needed help, you know, and y'all had told me, you know, find a higher power, you need to pray, you need to do this, you need to do that. And um, yeah, so I just broke down one night. And I'll never forget, I was it was right, you know, Abel was born. And um, his dad was asleep. And I was sitting on the bedroom floor. And I was just crying. You know, I was just crying because I was losing my fucking mind. And I did not have an answer except for this program and God, right? And so I did, you know, I just let go. And I was like, look, dude, I can't do this. You got this, you know? And um, it started very small because I'm not, I'm not good at confiding in people, <laughs> you know? But um, so it started really small, you know? I remember I would go on walks and I would just talk to him, you know, or if I was in the car and I was having a really good day, I would turn down the radio and just be like, hey, dude, yeah, I know you can hear me. And, you know, just started off conversations like that or, you know, going through a hard time, you know, talk to him then, too. But it started with just like small talk. Sure. Right. And just kind of building that relationship with, um someone that I couldn't see or talk to (laughs) or couldn't talk to me back in that manner. But, um, you know, today, you know, it's real awesome because I just, I feel like he's just with me all the time, you know, and I'm never alone. And, you know, he's like my, he's like my homie. One, you know, that is, you know, again, you know, I I can relate to that because, you know, for for a long time in, in my life, I could never be by myself, you know, I mean, you know, I always had to have somebody, you know, you know, somewhere around or, or, you know, drinking buddies or, you know, a lot of other things. But, you know, now today I can be alone because I'm never by myself, you know, and, and the reality of that, you know, is it's mind blowing, you know, I mean. At least it is for me and, and, you know, how I get out of things, you know, from that standpoint. Now, um, what are the two things that you do, Ash, that, um, you know, when the shit hits the fan? Um, two things that I do is probably, well, first thing I do is journal. You know, that's a, that's a way that I talk to God, right? You know, because I'm, I'm not... I don't want to say I'm not good at saying things out loud, but just putting pen to paper, there's just something about that that helps me. And so I journal to God a lot. I'll spend a lot of evenings doing that. 
But, um, yeah, journaling to God or just journaling down my thoughts or um, going to the gym or going on a walk, you know, really releasing that and, you know, taking it out through music. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, um, you know, that's the cool thing about, you know, this program and recovery, you know, is, you know, it's whatever works for you. Yeah. You know, there's different coping skills for everyone, you know, and I think for me, what works best for me is doing that. You know, I'm a big talker, and so I can sit here, and I just got to talk it out, and then I'm good, you know. Sure. Go take a run, and I'll be fine, you know, but when shit hits the fan, I pause, and I just get out of myself and do something, you know, that's not making my head spiral or go squirrely and... You know, because I could easily go down that black hole. I've done it many times. You know, to this day, I don't do it perfectly. <laughs> None of us do, right? You know. Now that is, you know, I mean, the the, the one of the, the the things that have come across a lot in in a lot of these episodes is that you know we take ourselves way too serious. You know, I mean. And if we could just learn to, you know, not break our arm patting ourselves on the back and not break our legs kicking ourselves in the ass and just go, hey, man, you know what? You know, you're taking yourself way too serious. Yeah, you know, we're human. We are human, too. (laughs) Yes, exactly right. That's exactly right. So, you know, how has your life changed over the last year? Man, how has my life changed? It's changed so much. Um, you know, it's a it's a blessing coming here and talking about all this and being able to reflect back on it, you know. Um, so when I when I first had Abel and I was in my marriage, you know, um I didn't think that I was a good mom. You know, I really didn't. I was striving to be a good mom. I was striving to be a good husband or a good wife. You know, but um, for some reason, I just felt like I wasn't bonding enough with him or doing this or doing that because I was trying to fix everything else that was going on in my life. But I feel like I didn't have enough time to appreciate those moments with my son, you know, and um, now that um, I'm divorced and it's just me and Abel, you know, we get to have our time together, you know, and so... Building that confidence as a mom, I think, is just a very important thing because I think that we beat ourselves up a lot because we want to do everything that we can for our kids, you know. But I feel like a lot of times we're too busy focusing on everything to make sure that their life is good rather than just sitting down and playing with them, right, or cuddling with them on the couch and, you know, watching a movie or doing different things like that, you know, and... So in the past year, you know, I feel like I've just grown this amazing bond with my son that is just so great, you know, and um, being confident in uh, my career, right, being a hair colorist, you know, it's, uh, it's stressful, you know, and the beauty industry is definitely not for the weak, you know, (laughs) women are very... um, I mean, you know, they're, they're, women, they are, some of them can be hard to please, right? Like we do, and I do too, you know, with when it comes to my hair and like how we look and everything. And so, um, but being confident in the industry that I have, but also knowing that, you know, I am an artist, right? Like doing hair and being a color specialist, it is an artist and like it takes practice and it takes time, but having that confidence and just seeing my clientele rebooking, you know, and having, you know, being a month or two months, um, booked in advance, you know, that is just, it's grateful and, you know, it's that reassurance of just being okay, right? But also, too, just knowing that I'm going to be okay, right? Like not knowing n- not knowing what God has planned out for me and not really knowing where I'm going in life, but just knowing that I'm okay, you know? And today I'm happy. And, um, you know, I only have one life on this earth. And I think 
you know, trying to live it just happy, joyous, and free is such a blessing whenever you've been a slave for so long. It's kind of weird. Yeah. (laughs) You know, preach it, young lady. I'm just, you know, I mean, because, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, you know, that that you're saying and, and the cool thing about it is, is, you know, I love the humility, the humility that, that, that comes across, you know, in, in, in hopefully this program, but especially, you know, you know, for you, for, for, you know, you know, for, for moms and for folks that have, you know, not been, you know, tr- you know, treated the way, you know, and, and again, man, it happens both ways, but the funny thing that continues to come up um, and the same thing came up when we did the episode with, you know, single dads was, you know, I'd remembered a, a speaker that I heard him say one time that everything is going to be okay. It's just my job to know it, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it just kind of blew my, you know, kind of, you know, blew my skirt up because, you know, that is so true. You know, if, if I've given, if, 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 if I've given my, made a decision to turn, you know, my, my mind and my ass or my, my you know, my, my will and my life over to the, the care of God as I understand him, then everything's going to be okay. It's just my job to know it. And that made, you know, a lot of sense. So, um, I'm 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 going to skip around a little bit because you know I still think there's a a, a little bit more meat on the bone than oh, yeah than, let's go yeah I hear you so you know um, I assume that you're single now and so do you find you know that you know d- dating and or, or you know that type deal you know what does that look like oh man um. So dating today, you know, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I've only gone on like a couple, you know, just because, you know, getting divorced and being able to provide for myself and my son, my priorities have kind of shifted and, um, you know, I've really just been focused on being a mom and, you know, my business for the last two and my program, right? Just trying sure. to keep my fucking sanity. Amen. Right. No. So those have really been, you know, my three things that I've kind of been focusing on for the last two years. But um I will say that lately I've been kind of having an open mind to um dating again, you know, and I'm kind of learning how to just be myself around people, you know, because I think before I got sober, I would always just sit and wait and listen, and then I would adapt, right? And then I would be whatever that guy wanted me to be. So that way, you know, we could have a relationship because I wanted him. So I needed to be what he wanted me to be, you know, whereas like today, I'm just kind of talking to people and just, you know, shooting the shit and just if we click then we click and you know if we don't then we can be friends and um but as far as like have I've been in a relationship since um no I have not you know do I have my eye on somebody right now I do but we will not speak names. <laughs> Let's don't do that at all. Yeah, so, he has no idea. No. So um so and again, guys, here's some help. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> My next question, you know, I'm slow pitching it to you guys. Um, what qualities do you find that are important in a partner? Dang. Um, important in a partner. You know, communication, I would probably say, is key, right? Um, communication is a big one, just so that way y'all can be on the same page, you know, I'm, I want someone that's going to be real with me and that's going to be honest with me and, um, you know, not try to change who I am, you know, um, communication is key. Um, a pro, I don't want to say like a provider, but an equal, you know, someone an equal that, you know, has a good head on his shoulders and is moving forward and, you know, making good decisions. Um, you know, and we all make bad ones as well, you know, but I I mean, I'm 32, about to be 33. So, (laughs) you know, at least headed in the right direction. 
But, um, you know, and just living a healthy lifestyle, you know, healthy lifestyle is a big key for me. So, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm, I'm slow pitching, so I just, you know, want, want to let, let you know. Um, does, does, does it, are you, are you, int- I mean, is, is, is somebody in recovery, is, is that a, a no-go for you, or is that, you know, a, you know, somebody that gets you? I mean, either or, you know, either or, as long as they just support me and support my program, you know, and are willing to, I don't want to say be a part of, but, um, cause it is, you know, the program is my life. It is a lifestyle for me. So to be able to support that and, um, you know, either be a part of it or let me do my thing. You know, if you're not in the program, that's fine. But just understand, taking the time to understand what an alcoholic is and how our brains operate and, you know, what we do. And even if you don't get it, you're still love me for me, you know. And if it's in the program, then, you know, just keeping our program separate, right? No, I just, you know, and I asked that question because I was asked one time by a normie or a non-alcoholic, and um, and they said, you know, hey, Teddy, do you, you know, is there, um, is there a lot of hooking up? And I, hey. <laughs> a lot of 13 you know? stepping. And I, said, <laughs> and I said, you know, man, um, you know, in, in all reality, you know, there, there are some, you know, marriages that have worked incredibly well, and, you know, we're going to have some of those on some future episodes, but, you know, the, the challenge is, is, you know, for me, I said, and, and of course, you know, my smart-ass way is, you know, if 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 I'm going to do that, if I'm going to hook up with somebody in recovery, I'm going to go to the sex addi- the sex addicts and wait for somebody to relapse. You <laughs> right. Because I don't, you know, I mean, another alcoholic's going to know all my shit. You know what I mean? You know, so. Um, Be sneaky. That's a man, you know, and then there's that rigorous honest coming out. But so, um, you know, the 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 idea of of, you know, what partners look like in establishing and, and you know. I, I, you know, I'm still friends with, you know, both, you know, my, my you know, ex-wives and those type things. And, you know, I, I finally got the opportunity just to, you know, to tell one of them, you know, listen, I'm your biggest fan and, and you, and you, you have your, your own measuring stick of what you will and what you won't, you know, tolerate, you know, you have, you can define your own happiness. And, you know, when you learn that, you know, it's a it 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 just makes life a a whole heck of a lot easier. You know that yeah. there. You know, and that's and that's the the biggest thing is is you know getting sober ain't easy. You know, by any means, and it's not for sissies. You know, uh, you know. I mean, it takes a lot of work. Oh yeah, it does. We're but, the strongest people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you get through it, you know. I mean, I guarantee you because. uh you know, there's some huge chunks of truth that you have to swallow about yourself. But so what would be one of your favorite so-called bumper stickers or slogans or quotes in AA? Progress, not perfection. Preach it. Mm-hmm. Progress, not perfection. Because I feel like, you know, at least for me coming into this, I felt like I had to do everything perfectly. And if I slipped up... Or if I wasn't doing the right thing, or if, you know, I was doing something that wouldn't be appropriate or good, like I thought that I was fucked, you know, I was like, oh, I might as well just go out and drink again because this isn't going to work for me and blah, 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 you know, but, um, no, dude, it it really is. It's progress, not perfection, you know, because we are human and we are going to slip up and we're going to make mistakes. And this program is not meant for us to be perfect. You know, it's just a, a guidelines to life just to live a better life, you know, and if you don't do it, I mean, we're not going to do it perfect. I don't think there's anyone. I mean, I haven't heard of no. anyone that has done this program perfectly. You know, they say the only yeah. Step you got to do is step one, That's right? Exactly right, and, and you know, you know, you've had enough time to spend with me, and you know, I'm AA for dummies. So yeah. it <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. But you know, uh, uh, again, you know the the thing that I, I you know, I always want to know, or you know, what 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 you know blows me away is you know getting to know you know the guests on a one on one basis. 
But so, you know, Ashley, if if in fact that you had the attention of the entire world for three minutes, what would you say to them? The entire world for three minutes. Oh, man. I'm going to have to fit a lot in three minutes, huh? <laughs> I'm going to read you out. No. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I would probably... I'd probably just say, like, can't we all just get along? No. <laughs> you know, but no. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm just... Let's just love each other. You know, I know it sounds so like pageant queen, you know, when you ask for world peace, but you know, I just think that there's so much bad in this world, you know, and I feel like a lot of people get focused on that, like hyper focused on that, especially in today's world when there's a lot of changes going on and there's a lot of uncertainty and fears, um, you know, but just to love each other and to help each other out and, you know, um, to really just lean on a higher power, right? I know not everyone believes in God, but, you know, I think that we're, we're put on this earth one time, you know, and we're not getting any younger. We're only getting older and, you know, just to experience everything just so happy, you know, and just do what makes you happy and just be kind hearted and respectful of others and to mind your fucking business, you know, and yep. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really it. And let's just do what we can do just to support each other and help each other. I would, you know, and again, it doesn't sound, you know, you know, beauty queen, you know, ish to me at all, because, you know, that's, you know, in all reality, it's, what needs, you know, what needs is we just need a little bit more kindness, a little bit more tolerance, and a little, and a lot more love, you know, you know, it's been able to, to, you know, show us that, uh, you know, maybe my way isn't always the right way, you know, um, you know, it has been, you know, time just flies by when we're, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm doing this and, it's just, you know, in, incredible. But, you know, it, it, it's an, an honor um, to have you here. It's an honor to call you my friend. It's an, an honor to to see the, 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 the beauty inside of you and the growth that I, that, that I have seen personally. And, you know, the one thing that, you know, I, I, I continue, especially not just with my 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 female friends and 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 sisters in, in NAA is is you know I continue to hear and 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 see and you know let me you know let me say from a, a man's you know standpoint you're worth it you know you're you're worth it and no matter no matter you know what God has in store for you I promise you that you are worth it and you know somebody you know and i believe that you know our generate my generation hasn't didn't do that didn't do too well of a job of teaching our young men um how to give a compliment and how to you know treat you know you know people in in the proper way because we've gotten so you know politically correct and everything else that you know, it's 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 just not. We don't really, you know, we get so wrapped up in the well. What I think I, he they meant by that, and you know, I love you. You you're just you know you're 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 you know one of my favorite people on the earth, and I am completely blessed, you know, to to have you here. So, let me ask you one final question, and um, I'll let you get back to do you, you being Ashley, um, what is the one question that you might have wished that, that I would have asked you and how would you have answered it? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a trick question. <laughs> um, now I sound like the creepy old man from AA. <laughs> 
No, the one question that I wish you would have asked me. Um, probably, I mean, as like a single mom or just like in general? Your call. My call. Um... I have finally caught Ashley speechless. I know, I am. Because I'm like, well, there's things that I don't want to be asked. No. <laughs> no, the one question that you didn't ask me that I thought that you would have asked probably would have been, um, what do you feel being a single mom that you feel now that you didn't before? Okay. And what would your answer would have been? Grateful. Because I've never been not a single mom, a sober mom. And that is what I love about you. You know, um, guys, I, I just want to say thanks again for, for tuning in and um, giving us a shot. If it was your first time here, you know, welcome. Thank you. Um, if it's, you know, you came back for more. Thank you, too. You might be a little bit crazy, but, man, it's great. <laughs> We're all crazy. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might be it might, we, we know you're crazy, but uh, the whole idea of, of this is, you know, hopefully maybe that we'll be able to help somebody out there, at least point them in, in, in the right direction. And, and if we can get sober, you know, you know anybody can. Absolutely. Um, do us do us a favor, and if you like what you hear, if if if, if you you know you know liked what Ashley had to had to say, because I sure did. And if you got anything out of it, this, and you you have somebody that that you you know you think in mind when when you um, you know go through this 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 episode, do us a favor. You know, right below, hit like, subscribe, yeah, yeah. and share us. You know. Um, you know, that's the thing. The thing is, is, you know, we don't do this for, you know, um, all of that. But, you know, the reality of the day is like, share, subscribe. And carry uh, the message. they carry the message exactly right. And, you know, folks out there, you know, just just know that uh, I'm thinking about you. I love you. You're not and, alone. <laughs> and you're not alone. And um, I'll see you when I see you if you don't see me first.